Cinderella, every little girl's dream come true. After six films of not having a continuing story run all the way through, this was finally a return to the three-act structure. Cinderella, the famous fairy tale, tells the story of a young woman who's been turned into a maid by her stepmother and her evil stepsisters. Her bunch of animal friends help her out, of course, and try to keep things jolly. But when the night of the ball approaches and she isn't able to go, her fairy godmother appears and gives her a dress and carriage to make it out there. I guess by this point it was trying to return to the roots of Snow White. You got the pretty damsel, you have the animal sidekicks, they have a softer, more realistic human being as the main star as opposed to a cuddly animal. And of course you have the evil, terrifying villains. I guess Cinderella is one of those that gets harped on a lot for being very anti-feminist. Just wait around, wish, and your dreams will come true. First of all, didn't Pinocchio start that? And second, I don't know, from a male point of view growing up, I never thought she was that bad. I always saw a lot of patience with her. I mean, yeah, I guess she never really did anything, but at the same time, the fact that she was willing to put up with so much and yet still find some happiness in her everyday life, there's gotta be some really good values in there. As a character, there isn't really too much else to her, but to be honest, the virtues I listed before, I think those are enough. The villain is great. I love that by simply having control over one person's life, this can be one of the great Disney baddies. The way she's animated, the way she stares, the way she smiles, she's a great one. The songs, of course, everybody knows, bibbidi bobbidi boo and so forth. And the animation is sort of a nice return to those softer colors that were made popular in Snow White and Fantasia. One of my main problems again, though, is the prince. God, does he even get a line in this movie? His dad actually has more dialogue. In fact, the movie is much more about the dad wanting him to fall in love than him actually wanting to fall in love. Maybe taking an angle from the prince's point of view might have been more interesting. But maybe if you did, you'd see just how really twisted and kind of sick this story is. Hey, he found a woman strictly based on sight. Hey, he knew her for a few hours and then he decided she's the one. Hey, all she left is a shoe, and yet somehow that's going to determine which woman you're going to marry. Hey, coincidentally, the shoe size can only fit one friggin' woman in the entire world, and thank God it just happened to be the one you fell in love with. Yeah, I guess that is a little screwed up. As the Disney films go, especially the ones that sort of use the traditional princessy formula, this one's okay. It's got some really good moments, some really good song sequences, and like I said, a really cool villain. But a lot of it also seems like filler. Just the animals are walking around, being goofy, having fun. When really, you could have been spending that time developing some of the other characters. Like, oh, I don't know, again, the friggin' prince! But the artwork is pretty impressive, too. Watching it again, I really like the scale that they give a lot of these houses and castles. They actually do make it seem rather massive. And this is before widescreen. It's the basic return to the classic fairy tale, and it does it pretty decently. And any problems it does have story-wise, I think you can attribute to just the time period and, well, the fact that it is a fairy tale. And a lot of them were just sort of written this way. I think it holds up okay. Not one of my personal favorites, but it's definitely pretty good. Oh.